2: Hey, it's Cavino
1: and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires,
2: like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to tirerack.com/sports. That's
1: tirerack.com/sports. tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be.
3: The best
4: conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
3: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, deputy opinion editor.
4: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
3: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
5: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: The story that
5: made the rounds in the sports world out of the NBA, and it's the L.A. Lakers yet again back in the headlines. Magic Johnson... President of Basketball Operations calling an impromptu press conference. Several of those yesterday before their final game. And Magic Johnson has stepped down as President of Basketball Operations in L.A. So, R.J., what does Vegas think of the disaster that is the L.A. Lakers this season?
6: Yeah, we're going to talk about the odds. Because on one hand, it's simple to figure out what Vegas thinks by saying what's the odds before... And what's the odds after? As long as we've got a before and after, and what we're measuring has stayed the same, let's say Lakers' chance of winning a title, we know what Vegas thinks. Imagine mm, it's all star break in baseball. And imagine one of your favorite players gets injured. He's out the rest of the year. What does Vegas think about that? Well, what were the odds before the injury? And after the injury? Uh oh, he's worth about 10%. He's worth whatever. And we're going to talk about, at least based on the Vegas betting markets, how much Magic's worth. I want to be a little more human here. And we'll start with Daryl, the guest. How, how surprised were you? That's what, I got the tax, or it's not a tax, but an alert. And it says Magic Johnson step. I was flabbergasted. What was your thoughts?
7: I was befuddled. Um, first and foremost... I remember Magic saying that he would quit if he didn't achieve certain things. And when he quit, the first thing in my mind I thought was, "Did he drop the ball somewhere? Did he do what he said that he wouldn't do?" That really hurt me because being a Lakers, so you
6: you think he gave up? Yes, I think quit on the team. Yes, and I've never because the whole point the the whole point of saying if I don't achieve my goals. I will face the consequences, my, meaning I will accept those consequences. You're saying you're not even trying. It's not only that you want, you're not even going to try. You created your own firing squad, and that really bothered me. That is a hero of mine. Now, how big of, he was like your guy growing up. He
7: was my guy. When When I found out that he had the HIV virus, I was checked out of school. That's how real that was. So you're saying you found out? My grandmother called me came and got me out of school.
6: Oh, my God. You were that upset? Yes. You know, that is, we think back and, I mean, talk about a great change. Old timers, I wish it used to be like that. (laughs) But, I mean, for those who weren't around in the early 90s, the HIV diagnosis was a death sentence. It was like, this person will be dead before too long. And it's hard now it, or, or it'd be hard to imagine if you didn't live, weren't alive during that time that that was the case, because obviously a horrible disease. But that's not the case anymore. Which that reminds me, and we are talking straight out of Vegas about Magic Johnson. That reminds me, I'm hearing a lot of this. You know, Magic was a great basketball player. Not a lot of other successes in his life, mm. and it's like now the obvious one. And some of the hosts are quicker to say than others. Well, one of the five best basketball players of all time. You know, yeah, he, he's made a you know almost a billion dollars as a businessman. Almost like, you know, let's get that out of the way real quick. And then we can say, but that TV show wasn't very good. And remember when he tried to coach him? All right. Except he there was, if you remember when he coached him, and Daryl, you probably remember this better than me. There was like seventeen or whatever games left in the season. They had to make a change, so he stepped in. He wasn't planning on coaching him the next year, That's right? But the way he walked off from that, even it, I don't know. I think all of this has just
7: opened up some. It's just opened up some wounds that I thought that I had uh, exercised.
6: <laughs> oh, but listen, I actually believe that, that that what Magic is doing makes perfect sense. Meaning the following. Why do we do any, like, like, I'm here at 3 o'clock Pacific every day, right? Except if I'm sick or if I have a planned vacation day. But it's not, oh, you know, I, I'd rather watch Braveheart on this DVD. Uh, no, when you take a responsibility, you do it because there's consequences if you don't. How many people, if there were no consequences, would feel pain? meaning go somewhere they don't want to go, do something. Magic Johnson is the prettiest girl in the high school. And you know, usually that prettiest girl in the high school, maybe you don't like her parents. Maybe she's got the worst taste of music you've ever seen, but she goes to every dance, right? So we could look at it and say, based on my limited opportunities, what Magic is doing seems crazy. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because you're not Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson can decide he wants to be play commissioner. Let's be honest. If you're one of the five best basketball players of all time, you're one of the first people to beat a deadly disease, you kind of get a sense of, you know, a lot of doctors told me that I couldn't beat HIV. HIV. You're telling me I can't win with the Lakers doing it my way? i got to, supposed to go to Yugoslavia and watch a bunch of games? That's for non-Magic Johnson, guys. I'm Magic Johnson. It makes sense that he would believe that about himself. So he takes a—Darrel, how much would you love to be the GM of the Lakers?
7: 100%. I'd take it today.
6: <laughs> All right. So the idea that Magic gets to give that a try, if it works out— He would have, you know, another parade for magic. It doesn't work. The minute it stops not being enjoyable, he says, you know, guys, thanks. I'm out of here. Not having any fun. I mean, so the idea that we will sit in judgment and say, no, no, that's not the American way. In his finite number of years left on earth, like us all, he should have done something he hated. And it's like, why? Well, um, because you have to in life. No, you have to. I have to. We're not Magic Johnson. So in a weird way, any complaints about like like Magic gave up, I think it's like, why, why aren't you or you or you giving up on this, that, or the other? A great example of this is marriage in Hollywood. So if you take the typical, you know, stats, women and men married, what's the divorce rate? In Dayton, Ohio, Fez, versus Hollywood. Hollywood, the divorce rate's like 90%. Why? Because if you're effing Brad Pitt, and when I say that, I mean if you are Brad Pitt. You got options. And you're walking in to any party you're in, you know, half the girls are trying to figure out how to buy a drink with you. And your marriage isn't great? How imagine the the guy, Brad Pitt, just biting his, and again, I don't know what Brad Pitt's marriage was like. We're using him as an example. And he's sitting there like many husbands do, thinking, God, if I could be anywhere else right now, (laughs) could you imagine enduring that if you're Brad Pitt? How stupid that would be. That's what magic is. He can go to the next thing. If he decides he wants to be on TV again, talking about, he'll be on TV again. And to me, the idea that we're gonna be critical of Magic. Now, now listen, if you believe Magic had an obligation as a fan of the Lakers, as part of the Laker family, to do this in a way that hurts the Lakers less, I can agree with that 100%. But why did Magic's never had to learn that? You know, he never has had to feel that. So I agree with you there but generally doing what you want in this world. So it's hard to find an hour of total freedom that you're the master of your universe. Even if it's like sitting there watching a college football game that you get all the food, you know, the wife isn't ma- to be a master of your own universe is a rare thing for any amount of time. And magic gets it pretty much all day, every day. And for us to begrudge him that, I think it's
0: crazy. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA.
1: Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW Show. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW
4: CRSHOW only on DraftKings Pick 6.
2: Head to graduatehotels.com, and again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed?
1: Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time,
0: Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
6: And we've got the voice of Rick Buker coming up. Jonas, you know, being an L.A. guy, I'm going to give you the honor of asking the first question
5: to Rick. Oh, I love it. Uh, Rick Bucher is with us here uh, from the Bleacher Report. Rick, thanks so much for the time. Uh, thanks for hanging out on Straight Out of Vegas. We appreciate it.
3: My pleasure, guys.
5: Um, l- let's ask you this. Where does this stack up right now, the current stretch for the L.A. Lakers as amongst the most dysfunctional you've seen in NBA history?
3: Whoa! I, it's it's there. I, the, I don't know that... Uh, I mean, I've seen some crazy things. I've covered some crazy things as a beat writer with the Golden State Warriors back in the day. But this is this is as good as it gets. And certainly, I don't know that I've ever seen an off-the-cuff resignation not only by a Team executive, but just a legendary name uh, as as big as Magic Johnson's. It's it, it is bizarre. I did a podcast with Steven Jackson where he talks about distributing edibles to the first class cabin when he <laughs> travels, and uh, that th- this felt like it was right in, in line with that.
6: This is RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas with Rick Buker. All right, Rick. If you go back in time mm. and you are the personal advisor to Genie Bus, mm-hmm. the day after Magic's hired, was there any way with the benefit <laughs> of hindsight that this could have worked? Yeah.
3: Mm, well, sure. If, if you got the right people in place, I, I, having Magic as a front man, I mean, look, he's done that before and he's been successful at it, but I think the understanding had to be from the beginning that that's all he was going to be. If you thought that he was going to roll his sleeves up and he was going to be out there scouting or going to games or uh, doing anything other than what he does in terms of being magic and working all of his other businesses, that then then they were misguided. And uh, Rob Polenko, uh, I. Didn't know how he was going to come to the job. Whether he was going to roll up his sleeves, and he saw this as an opportunity to say, "Hey, I've always wanted to be a GM. Uh, I've been a longtime agent. I want the opportunity to show everybody what uh, what I can do." But uh, they didn't have anybody who was willing to uh, put their nose to the proverbial grindstone, and that's what that's what the job requires in any instance, but especially one with the expectations that the Lakers have and where the franchise was. There was a lot. There was a lot of work to be done. And instead, uh, they went the opposite direction. And uh, Magic was, was spoiling the broth in, in every opportunity with Paul George, uh, you know, going on the late night TV and doing the wink, wink, nod, nod. And um, they look, tampering happens in the league, but you don't have to be brazen about it. And LeBron was the same way uh, in the overtures to Anthony Davis. And or uh, magic talking about D'Angelo Russell and that he's not a leader and I need leaders, which basically you know pricked the ears of every player in the league to say, "Whoa, wait a minute!" I, you know, whatever you think of D'Angelo Russell, to have one of us criticized that way—he's a young kid, he's 19. What do you expect? It was just there was one misstep after the other. There wasn't enough work done. There was way too much grandstanding. And as a result, the Lakers are where they are.
6: That's Rick Buker. We are straight out of Vegas. How much of this is the modern NBA versus the pre-modern or old NBA? Whereas when Magic was a champion in the 80s, no. the way that Magic was running things, the haphazardness, the lack of analytics, whereas today, if, if you're not, you know, it's a Sloan Conference breaking You know, news when it comes to your algorithm, you're probably Mm -hmm. falling behind.
3: Yeah, I'm not going to blame this on a generational gap. There is, it's still all about, you know, there is the application of analytics. uh, Well, let let me ask you
6: this, Rick, sorry to interrupt. The way that the Lakers ran the last couple, you know, magic years, would it have been that different than the rest of the league in 1985?
3: Yeah, well, the difference is is that when Jerry West was, was running the franchise, uh, Jerry West was out there looking at talent. Jerry, This has always impressed me about Jerry, Grant, uh, Jerry West, is that when you would have a conversation with him, he would ask you when he was working, uh, he would ask you more questions. He would want to know more about what you knew. Than what he would divulge. Yeah, but but Jerry West
6: is one of the best GMs of all time. But was the Cavaliers' G That's how
3: the the job works. I mean, that's. But 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 would you say the
6: the, would you say the generic GM in '85 were they doing it much different than the Lakers did it in the last couple of
3: years? Uh, The successful ones were okay. I mean,
6: but there were a lot. Okay, that's interesting. So the bar's just been has has gone up. And if you're doing it the old bad way, the distance is even more from the winning teams. All yeah, right, talking. I think yes. Go ahead. Rick.
3: I think the applicators an application of you know the, the, there there are analytics and there are there are different sciences that are being applied to the game, but there's still people doing their homework. Then as they are now, it's just in different avenues and. I just didn't see a whole lot of work getting done by uh, the Lakers' front office the last couple of years.
6: So is this a situation where Jeannie Buss is the problem? Because we were just talking with Jonas, is the the conventional thinking amongst the sports talk guys is, hey, Jeannie's got the L.A. media in her hip pocket. She's not getting Mm -hmm. the blame. But really, she's the only one that can fix this and fundamentally get, get the Lakers approach in it in a winning way?
3: Well, ultimately it does fall on her to get it right. She's the owner. And I would say that in any instance, I mean, she's a reflection of the people that she hires. And her decision to hire Magic, to trust Magic, to hire Magic and Rob Kalinka and use that as her, uh, her, her basketball uh, side of things uh, ultimately falls down falls on her. Now, the flip side is the Lakers, much like the Chicago Bulls and the New York Knicks right now, from a business standpoint, those teams are crushing it. And So you're uh, talking like Dini the local in, like
6: like the local TV contract revenue, etc.
3: <laughs> yes. So from and that's what she handles. She's she is the businesswoman. She's never proposed that she knows basketball. She trusts that Magic, because of her longtime relationship and because of their history, that he was going to be able to guide this this franchise from a basketball standpoint. Ultimately, that failed. And when you first asked that question about you know the the day the day after hiring Magic that I think this is going to work, I would have, I would have hopefully I would have told her the day before this is not a good idea. Because well, the
6: time, machine, the time machine didn't go that far back, Rick. Come on. Yeah, I know. You should. I
3: needed another 24 hours because
6: <laughs> I, I well, think listen. all of
3: us you know, looked at this and said, uh, magic isn't, isn't the guy that's going to get this job done.
6: We are truly honored to have Rick Bucher on. Thank you, Rick. From the Bleacher Report, everybody.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
2: Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
0: I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports.
5: I'm R.J. Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. We have got a doubleheader in the NBA on ESPN tipping off at 8 p.m. Eastern time. It is the magic at the Hornets. Right now, Charlotte is a four-point favorite on pregame.com.
6: So, Fez, let's talk about this game, but let's also discuss how different the end of the regular season is because effort levels, playoff teams – it is a fascinating the last Tuesday Wednesday of the NBA season is like you could write a book on just that it's
4: all about motivation very similar to NFL week 17 RJ who needs to win who doesn't care it all gets built into the line
6: so let's look at this first game
4: so let's lean to Charlotte here minus the four Charlotte maximum motivation they're in a must win
6: they gotta win to keep their playoff hopes alive they're probably so, so let's be clear what are the consequences if Charlotte loses if they win if Charlotte loses they're out if they win, they have a small chance to make the playoffs. So for them, it's like it's that chance is big enough that they're really motivated.
4: They're all in exactly right now. Orlando has questionable motivation. They're in the playoffs. They're going to be the sixth, the seventh, or the eighth seed, so they have something to play for. But Because they might be a seed change. That's right, but it doesn't make that much of, of a difference in the East because all the top teams in the East are fairly comparable. And what the pick is? The pick is Charlotte Aline
6: minus the four. And Now here's the question, though. For the, the, the many hundreds of thousands listening and the children in the car thinking, I now want to make a career after hearing RJ of betting on sports. What's so tough about it, you don't just have to have the right info. You have to have the right info that the other people don't have. So what did you just tell us that the average, per, the average sports better doesn't know? I didn't tell you anything. <laughs> that's that, why it's just a lean. Uh, but but you have what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, does the market tend to not like? You think the market by a smidge isn't properly valuing the difference in motivation? Yeah, I think the market is valuing Orlando having full
4: motivation to move up in seating, and I don't think that that's that much of a motivator.
6: Okay, so that that's what I want to get to because you're kind of recitating out some facts. What you're saying is, if you're just glancing at this game. Or if you're not thinking deeply about it, an average better, well, they both want to win. But you're saying the motivation to potentially improve your seed is so much less than to either be the team that made the playoffs or didn't make it, which is what we got with Charlotte. Correct.
5: Guys, we got the back half of that ESPN doubleheader coming up here in just a moment. Want to let you know, straight out of Vegas is brought to you by Mako. You might not be able to get a new car with your tax refund, but you can make your car feel like it's brand new. All it needs is a great paint job. Come into Mako today and get your dream paint job during their tax season sales event. The Clippers are hosting the Utah Jazz later on on ESPN, and LA is an eight point favorite.
4: Yeah, and this game is all about motivation, as we just dis- discussed, RJ. And I don't know yet whether the Clippers are going to be motivated. Utah is going to mail this game, and they're locked into the number five seed. All right, so let's talk about that. If they win, if they lose, or a number five seed—that's right for Utah. Now the Clippers might be the eight seed. They might be the seven seed by the time this game tips off. If Oklahoma City and San Antonio win, the game means nothing to the Clippers. But if either Oklahoma City or San Antonio
6: loses, then the Clippers can move up in seating and avoid Golden State. All right, so we've got this. This is so interesting because you can make bets like so. In theory, you could do a correlated parlay and explain like a bet you would make in that case.
4: Yeah, so a correlated parlay, what you could do is bet Milwaukee to beat Oklahoma City, and if and if Milwaukee beats Oklahoma City, then the Clippers will be fully motivated. Parlay that that the Clippers minus eight.
6: Yeah, so there's a lot of if then's going on, and in this case, how, but that, that seeding opportunity for the Clippers, how, how significant Very, would you because, say that is? Because you don't want to play Golden State, who is the number one seed. Oh, you don't so want so to you're be saying, the eight. Of all the positioning, probably the one that means the most is between eight and
4: seven in the West. So this means something to the Clippers. I would certainly look towards the Clippers. I'm just not sure it's going to mean anything. Because of the if-then's not happening. Yes, so the pick is the pick is nothing right now until we know if the Clippers are motivated. This wasn't
6: even this was Fezzik's famous Daryl for wanting to hold his picks back. It's like half my job is trying to get his picks out of him. <laughs> lean, lean. He didn't. You didn't even bother to have a lean on this one. <laughs> if Milwaukee beats Oklahoma City, then I like the Clippers.
4: You like them if Milwaukee beats Oklahoma City first. You know what it's
6: like. It's it, it's kind of like. The guy that if the weather is 72 and he got a good night's sleep, he'll go to, go for a jog. Fags, Fags will give you a bunch of if-thens for a ah. You know what? We're guaranteed tomorrow. In fact, you got anything on the Masters? I got a best bet. I'm
5: forcing that out of you. Real (laughs) quick, though, Jonas. Jump in, and we'll get his best bet. Guys, Straight out of Vegas, of course, is brought to you by Mako. You might not be able to get a new car with your tax refund, but you can make your car feel like it's brand new. All it needs is a great paint job. Come into Mako today and get your dream paint job during their tax season sales event. They get it going in Augusta tomorrow morning as they go for the green jacket. It is Masters, RJ. How does... Does Vegas watch the Masters? Well, I'll tell you how I'm going to bet the Masters. The winds have been light. That's going to help
4: scoring. And there's been rain Monday and Tuesday. It's a soft course. So, how am I going to take advantage of this? I think the players are going to score well. So, hold on a second. Wins on Monday. Does that mean—you're talking about the
6: forecast.
4: The rain's Monday and Tuesday. It rained, so the greens are going to be a little softer okay. than But expected, you started talking about wind. And the wind is going to be light Thursday
6: right, and Friday. So it's not about what it was Monday. You're saying forecasts are for light winds at the Masters, and the course have been softened up by the rain. Exactly. Should
4: promote very good scoring for the players. So how am I going to attack this? I'm going to play the cut line, the 36-hole cut line.
6: I bet it under 148 and a half, RJ. You know what he does just to spite me? is he's forced to do a best bet. It's that obscure. So they have the odds on over under on what the cut line is going to be. And your pick is? is under 148.5. Under 148.5 cut line best bet on the Masters. Where, are, where else could you get that?
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.